From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate stars two sweet and sunny plants that will surely make you smile, so stop a while and take in this fragrant debate. It's roses versus sunflowers. Here to defend roses, we've got editor and brains-on co-creator, Sandin Totten. Hey, everybody. I'm here to do my smash bloom best oh. and be a thorn in the side of sunflowers. <laughs> and we've got writer and performer, John Ross, here to sing the praises of sweet, sweet sunflowers. Roses are fine. Violets are, too. The best of the harvest, sunflowers, dude. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, here to judge it all is Caden from St. Paul, Minnesota. Caden has a concerning number of houseplants, owns a turntable, loves talking philosophy, and coaches middle school debate. Hi, Caden. Hi. So, Caden, I would love to hear a little bit about your houseplants. What is a concerning number, would you say? Oh, okay. I would say in general, I feel like anything more than 20 per room puts you in the concerning territory. (laughs) And I'm definitely significantly over that in my room. That's incredible. So how many are in your room? Okay, let's see. Four, six, seven, eight. Oh, my gosh. 28. Wow. I have 28 plants in my head. Whoa. I will say that's slightly (laughs) cheating, though, because one of them is a big herb tray, and I'm Mm -hmm. counting each individual herb. That's okay, though. They're each a separate plant. Yeah, they're each their own thing. You have to take care of them individually. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I I love an herb garden. Yeah. Useful. Exactly. Smells great. Beautiful. That's what I'm saying. You also have a garden with your dad, so I'm wondering, what are your favorite things to grow? I'm not actually a tomato person, but my dad is, like, a religious tomato person. Mm. He has the same sandwich that he's been eating every single day for the last 32 years. Wow. And a big part of it is a really thick slice of an heirloom tomato. So we have to have heirloom tomatoes. Beyond that, ooh, peppers. We grew a big batch of jalapenos this year and pickled a lot of them when we couldn't use them anymore. That with, like, a little bit of cream cheese on literally cardboard would taste delicious. (laughs) Uh, Kaden, I think you need a gardening podcast. I could listen to you <laughs> talk about this all day. We love to hear it. Will Kaden root for roses or sunflowers? There's no telling. Kaden, are you ready to judge this thing? Absolutely. Awesome. Before we get into this debate, it's time to review the rules of the game. Every debate consists of four rounds of debate. The Declaration of Greatness, the Micro Round, the Sneak Attack, and the Final Six. After each round, our judge Caden will award points to the team that impresses them the most, but they'll keep their decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. All right, John, Sandin, and Caden, are you ready? Absolutely. Yeah. I was born ready. Then it's time for the Declaration of Greatness. In this round, our debaters will present a well-crafted, passionate argument in favor of their side. Then they'll each have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. We flipped a coin, and Sandin, you're up first. Tell us why roses are the most radiant flower. Roses are the best because, no, um, oh, the reason roses rule is, hmm, roses are red, sunflowers are yellow, roses are pretty and have a nice smell, oh, ugh, I'm stuck, 
Oh, I know. I'll get some help from that new artificially intelligent online chatbot, Smash GPT. Hello. How can I help you? Okay, let's just test it out to make sure it works. Uh, hey, chatbot, who is the best debater of all time? Many believe Socrates is the most- eh, Wrong, it's me. Strike one. Okay, now, give me a reason roses are better than sunflowers. Roses and sunflowers are both beloved. Which is better is a matter of personal preference. That's not an argument. I am programmed merely to present information. Boo. Look, your first argument should be, roses are way prettier than sunflowers. Some are deep red or bright pink. Others are orange like a sunset or yellow like butter. They can be striped like peppermint candy or even black for the moody emo kids of the world. Some have just a few petals and others have so many, they look like a cheerleader's pom-poms. Oh, and the smell, sweet or fruity. Some even smell like pumpkin pie. No wonder roses are the backbone of the perfume world. If you made a perfume from sunflowers, you'd just smell like a washed up minor league baseball player. Boom, that's an argument. I see. Here's a rose fact. Roses were so popular in the 1600s that some royalty used them as money. Hmm, makes sense. Roses have so many uses. Many ancient people used rose oil as medicine. And even today, research suggests it might help fight pain and boost your mood. Rose water has a long history in skincare, and it's used in desserts around the world. Plus, rose hips, you know, the bulb that forms after roses are pollinated, they're higher in vitamin C than oranges. True. During World War II, Europeans facing food shortages ate rose hips to help fight scurvy. Hey, would you like to hear a rose joke? Sure. Why did the rose cross the road? Why? To get to the other bouquet. Eh, uh, don't quit your day job. This is my day job. Oof, sorry. Um, hey, how about you tell me a cool story about roses? Roses are featured in many stories, from Alice in Wonderland to Beauty and the Beast. No, no, about roses. <sighs> like, like this. It's a true story. Once upon a time, roses only bloomed once a year. But then, almost 2,000 years ago, something miraculous happened. Someone in China noticed a rose bush that flowered again and again and again. Dude, this bush is lit. Popping new blooms every week. I know, it can't stop, won't stop blooming. It was probably just from some random genetic mutation, but this magic mutant rose bush was about to change the world. Yo, if we breed this bush, we could grow roses all summer long. Tight. We'd have serious rose swag. Let's do it. Over time, gardeners grew lots of plants from this one rose bush. Then they bred it with other roses and traded it around the world. Today, if you see a rose bush, it's probably related to that one strange special bush from China. That is awesome. I know. But the thing I love most about roses, I think, is how they teach us about life. That it's full of thorns, but also beautiful blooms. We say stop and smell the roses as a way to remind ourselves to enjoy the simple pleasures. And seeing a rose in full bloom, feeding the bees, swaying in the breeze, and looking great, well, that's one of the best pleasures life has to offer. I am so moved. If I had eyes, they'd be tearing up. 
Roses are definitely cooler than sunflowers. Thanks. Now, if only you could help me come up with some arguments to prove it. I just did. Wait. You did! My work here is done. Goodbye. Whoa. Well, that argument definitely has me looking through rose-colored glasses. Kaden, what stood out to you about Sandin's Declaration of Greatness? I feel like I loved the structure of it. You know, there was a lot of variety of arguments. The story and, like, the different voices, that was awesome. Love to hear it. Also, you know, some cool history and facts alongside of it. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Loved hearing the phrase beautiful bloom. Mm-hmm. As a, mm. as a Molly Bloom, you know, good for my <laughs> ego. All right, John, it's time for your rebuttal. You've got 30 seconds to prove why roses are prickly party poopers, and your time starts now. Prickly party poopers is correct. Roses have thorns, and no one wants to touch a flower that's got thorns. Would I have to risk hurting my hand just to hold something beautiful that doesn't even really smell that good. It's got like a basic scent. General flower. I mean, come on. They say stop and smell the roses because it's so common to happen. You can eat the base of a rose, but you can eat the seeds of a sunflower and they're way more nutritious. time. Oh, oh, more nutritious. The vitamin C content of roses is off the charts. Let me just tell you. One vitamin. One. (laughs) (laughs) The most important vitamin. What other vitamin has any shine? It's all vitamin C. I don't want scurvy. (laughs) Yeah, scurvy's not great. All right. It is your turn, John. Help us seed why sunflowers are spectacular. Okay. So in The Wizard of Oz, there's this famous scene where Dorothy and her friends walk into a field of red poppies, and most of them fall into a deep sleep. The poppies are a trap set by the Wicked Witch of the West who wants to stop them from grooving on down the yellow brick road. But just imagine what it would have been like if those poppies were sunflowers. Look, Toto, a beautiful field of sunflowers. (sighs) I feel like we are in Kansas again. There really is no place like home. Yes, sunflowers feel like home and not only because they're the Kansas State flower. They really are, Toto. And sunflowers aren't just beautiful on the outside. They're beautiful on the inside, too. For one, sunflower seeds are delicious and wildly nutritious. They're packed with fiber, vitamin E, and immune-boosting antioxidants. They fuel Dorothy and her friends as they ease on down, ease on down the road. Plus, you can squeeze the oil out of sunflower seeds and use it for cooking and moisturizing your skin. Hey, Tin Man, I wonder if this sunflower oil will stop your arms and legs from creaking so much. Let's try it. I'm due for an oil change soon anyway. There you go. Good as new. Wait, I thought we had a whole bag of sunflower seeds in here. Scarecrow, did you eat them all? I can't help it. These seeds are so nutty and yummy. And it's fun spitting out the shells. Another reason sunflowers are number one is because they're tough. Unlike roses, which are thorny and fussy and sometimes struggle if it's too humid or too cold, sunflowers can handle almost anything. They're the John Cena's of the plant world, or more like the John Seedna's. (laughs) Am I right? In this corner, we have the golden goddess herself, the unbeatable, the edible sunflower. 
This beautiful burly blossom can live in soil that's soaking wet or extremely dry. And in this corner we have a fragile wilted rosebush. Sunflowers have another superpower. They can clean up toxic soil. And I mean very toxic. People have even used them to clean up nuclear waste sites. Sunflowers are like nature's vacuums, sucking radioactive contamination and heavy metals out of the ground. And get this. Sunflowers are a North American original. Indigenous people grew them more than 4,000 years ago in what is now Mexico. Across North America, indigenous tribes harvested the seeds and roots for food. Plus, they were the first ones to press the sunflower seeds for cooking oil. They also made medicines from the roots to treat everything from chest pains to swelling to snake bites. Sunflowers! They're a medical marvel, folks! Is there anything they can't do? So sunflowers were already a big deal in North America, but... Then, about 500 years ago, Spanish explorers brought these bewitching blossoms back with them to Europe. And that's how they became a worldwide favorite, especially in Russia and Ukraine, which grow more sunflowers than anywhere else in the world. But my biggest reason for boasting about sunflowers is that they're my wife's favorite flower. Aww. And really, it makes sense because sunflowers have come to symbolize love and adoration, which is how I feel about my wife. They get that reputation because as they grow, sunflowers move to face the sun. It's called heliotropism, but to me, it looks like they're sun tanning their faces or worshiping the sun. (sighs) Hey, Jonathan, sorry to interrupt, but I think it's time for us to put the pedal to the metal and ease on down the road before the witch starts stalking us again. Oh, of course. Thanks for stopping by, Dorothy. And great shoes, by the way. They were a gift. See you, and I'll be rooting for sunflowers. (sighs) Nice group of friends. Hope they don't run into any trouble. Wow, a heartfelt declaration for the hardy and heroic sunflower. Kaden, what stood out to you about John's argument? I feel like it was really loaded with facts and, like, historical information. I feel like I know a lot about sunflowers coming off of that. Definitely. Like, I didn't, I had no clue that it was super popular in Russia and Ukraine or the mm-hmm. fact that it came from Mexico. Super fun. Also, the comparison to the wife. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Lovely. Adorable. Very sweet. All right, Sandin, it's time for your rebuttal. Oh, I am so ready. <laughs> I feel like there was some, there was some roses slander in there that I <clears throat> am about to correct, <laughs> crack knuckles. Okay, well, you've only got 30 seconds to prove that sunflowers aren't so sunny after all. And your time starts now. Okay, I hate to come after a fellow flower because I love all things that bloom, but, you know, you force me to it, and also it's the rules. So sunflowers are actually something called allelopathic, which means they actually seep out harmful chemicals into the soil that hurt other plants. Talk about a dour flower. Also, their looks, just not that pretty. You know that book in middle school you read, Sarah, Plain and Tall? It's like sunflowers, yellow, plain and tall, ho-hum. Roses, weak, come off it. They are some of the hardiest plants out there. More on that in the next round, but I just want to say that that, you got to check your facts because roses are super strong plants. You know, uh, I'm going to let this next round speak for itself because, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. 
Wonderful. All right. Well, Caden, it is time to award some points. Give one point to the declaration of greatness you liked best and one point to the rebuttal that won you over. You get to decide what criteria you use to judge. Maybe you were taken with one team's jokes or maybe someone stunned you with their facts. Award your points, but don't tell us who they're going to. Both could go to the same debater or each debater could get a point. Have you made your decision? Yes, I have. Oh, Caden was deep in thought. All right, Brandon <laughs> and John, how are you two feeling so far? Feeling pretty good. I'm feeling pretty good. Mm. I was a little pricked by some of the arguments there, but you know Ooh. what? I'm just gonna, I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna shake it off. I should have mentioned this at the start. I'm, I'm, I'm swayed by puns. Mm. It's a good thing you're the judge of this show because oh yeah, we got a lot of them. I'm, I'm loving it so far. <laughs> All right, we'll take a moment to stop and smell the roses or snack on some sunflower seeds. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. You're watching State of Debate, home to rage and rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. Ding dong, debaters! Taylor Lincoln here with my number one debate dude, Todd Douglas. Hey there, Tay-Tay. Guess what this cat dragged in? A logical fallacy? Bingo. A logical fallacy is a debate dope. That makes your argument weaker than the mayor of weak argumentopolis. This one is called an appeal to nature. An appeal to nature fallacy is when you argue something must be right or true because it's, quote-unquote, natural. Some silly stuff. Here, let me serve this one up au natural. Pippa, your grandparents just got here. Come say hello. Coming! Uh-oh, you're naked. Uh-huh. You need to put on some clothes, sweetie. It's more natural for me to be naked. I was born this way. Sorry, but it's time for clothes. Why don't you put on that nice dress Grandma got you? Animals are naked, too. Please go upstairs and put something on. No, 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 no. Clothing is not natural. Oh, golly. Sometimes it can be a chore getting dressed in the morning. Peppa's argument is not quite working. Yeah. Just because she was born in the buff doesn't mean that's the way it's always got to be. Clothing is important to wear sometimes. Especially when you've got company. Speaking of, my grandparents are going to be here any minute. Pop Pop and Grammy? Yay! I love them. Oh, me too. And I baked Grammy an apple rhubarb pie. Yum. Okay, catch you later, debate heads, on State State of Debate. Debate. Smash Boom Best. You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, Caden. And we love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Take a listen to this ferocious debate idea from Maddox in Pennsylvania. My debate idea is dragons versus dinosaurs. That sounds like a roaring good time. We'll check back with Maddox at the end of this episode to see which side he thinks should win. And now it's back to today's debate, roses versus sunflowers. That's right. And it's time for round two, the micro round. For the micro round challenge, each team has prepared a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. And Sandin and John's prompt was acceptance speech. For this challenge, Sandin and John had to imagine that their side won a special award and then write an acceptance speech for their side. 
Sandin went first last time, so John, you're up. Let's hear your sunny take on saying thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very much. Wow, I can't believe it. Lilo Me, Suntastic Yellow Sunflower, is the most fabulous flower of the year at the annual Petal Power Convention? Wow. This is a big win for all of us little sunflowers out here, but also for all sunflowers, big and small. Sunflowers got the power. We are symbols of love and adoration. We produce tasty seeds. We even help heal the earth. Sunny friends, this award goes out to you. Hold on. I got to name check all you blooming beauties. American Giant, you're a head above the rest, one of the tallest sunflowers out there. Russian Mammoth, your giant flowery heads are an annual sensation. Sundance Kid, your yellow and red petals put the petal to the metal. Okay, okay, ah, uh, Velvet Queen, you're a dream. Ring of Fire, you never tired. Look at you out there removing toxins from the soil. I mean, wow. Ooh, and Sunzilla, you skyscraping seed purveying beauty. <laughs> wow, there are so many of us. Uh, Soraya, uh, Moulin Rouge, Teddy Bear with the cutest name. Shianti, ah, oh, I'm out of time. Y'all are the best. Sunflowers, we all got the power. Keep on believing. <laughs> I'm getting danced off by Torinia, the clown flower. Okay, okay, I don't want to overstay my welcome. Y'all have a good night, and thank you so much. Wow, so many sunflowers to thank. Got played off the stage, but so generous. Very nice work, John. Sandin, it's your turn. Let's hear your side blossom on stage. And now, winner of the Tough as Nails Award, it's Roses! Oh, wow. I'm so honored. You all looked past my delicate, beautiful blossoms and saw the real me. A survivor. Not to toot my own thorn. (laughs) But roses are incredibly strong. We've been bred to be pest-resistant, cold-resistant, heat-resistant, drought-resistant, and of course... Yawn-resistant, because we're anything but boring. (laughs) Other plants, like sunflowers, rely on their height to thrive. But us roses, we're climbers. We can scale walls, trellises, even other plants. And look, we're lovers, not fighters. But if you come for us, we've got thorns, and we're not afraid to use them. In fact, those prickles keep animals like deer from chewing us down. Instead, they just eat our rose hips, swallow the seeds, and poop them out somewhere else, helping us grow in new places. Turning a pile of poop into a blossoming beauty? (laughs) That's just how we roll. (laughs) Plus, you can pluck a rose bush from the soil, send it across the world with no water, plant it again, and kabloom, it'll still grow. Pluck a sunflower, and you just have six feet of compost. So, thank you for recognizing that we're more than just pretty petals. We're beauty and bra. Excellent work there from Team Rose. Caden, what stood out to you about those two micro rounds? 
I felt like the first micro round, it was really truly giving me like acceptance speech vibes. I feel like the mm. endless list of people to thank, <laughs> like that feels very realistic. Mm-hmm. I think the second one, the music was kind of my favorite part. I can't even <laughs> lie. I I loved it. It was really good. Also, you know, the the choice of what award to be receiving, mm-hmm. I feel like that was very on theme. I caught some good puns. Mm-hmm. That music actually, it's it's called heavy pedal music. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I love it. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was a good one. Uh, I could do this all day. <laughs> well, Caden, it's time to award a point, but don't tell us who it's going to. Again, the criteria are up to you. Did someone win you over with facts? Did they make you laugh? Did they make you think? It's up to you. Have you made your decision? Absolutely. Fantastic. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy (laughs) sneak attack. This is our improv round where debaters have to respond to a challenge on the spot. And today's sneak attack is genre replay. For this challenge, we want you to come up with one glorious sentence making a case for your side. That's the first step. Then we'll give you three different genres and you'll say that same sentence again in each genre. Jonathan Sandin, does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, I think I got it. All right. John went first last time, so Sandin, you're going to start. To begin, let's just hear your plain old sentence hyping radiant roses. Okay. Roses have thorns because life is hard, but they have glorious blooms because life's also worth experiencing true beauty. Wonderful. All right, now let's hear it in a Western style. Okay. (laughs) Dun, 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 dun. Hey, partner, <laughs> roses have thorns because life is hard, but they also have them glorious blooms because it's worth it to experience true beauty. Oh, wonderful. All right, now we've got sci-fi horror. <gasps> okay. Roses, they have thorns because <laughs> life is hard. True, but they have glorious blooms because it's also worth it to experience true beauty. Ah! I don't know what happened at the end there. I have to see the rest of the movie. <laughs> All right. Finally, let's hear your sentence in the style of Shakespearean drama. Oh, oh Shakespearean drama. Okay. For a minute there, I thought you said Shakespearean cop drama. And I was like, oh, cool. But like your regular Shakespearean drama is cool too. Okay. Roses have thorns because life is hard. But they have glorious blooms because it's also worth it to experience true beauty. Oh, oh. oh beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> Lovely. I swooned over myself. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad it's a podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, Jonathan, you are up. So first, let's just hear your plain sentence for sublime sunflowers. My plain sentence is... Sunflowers are the nutritious multi-tool plant you always wanted. Mm, delightful. All right. Now your first genre is 1940s film noir. Oh. <laughs> well, darling, sunflowers <laughs> are the nutritious multi-tool plant that you always wanted. Mm, yes, I can see that detective sitting at his desk. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Next up, action flick. Sunflowers are the nutritious multi-tool plant you always wanted. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Definitely a new catchphrase. All right. And 
finally, a sappy romance. You know, I always thought that sunflowers the nutritious multi-tube plant that you always wanted. Oh, I really felt the heart in that one. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Caden, it's going to be a tough one to judge, but think about which side impressed you the most and award your fourth point. But again, please do not tell us who you're giving it to. Have you made your decision? Indeed I have. Perfect. Then it's time for our final round. The final six. In this round, each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their side. All right, John, tell us why sunflowers are superb. Super utility nutritious sunflowers are great. Mm, very nice. Now, Sandin, your turn. Let's hear six words that'll make us believe that roses hey. are tops. <laughs> oh, okay. Perfect little explosions of joy. Roses. Hmm. Lovely. All right, Caden, it is time to award a final point. So have you made your decision for that final round? I have. Awesome. Are you ready to crown one team the Smash Boom Best? Indeed I am. Drum roll, please. The winner is... Sunflowers! <gasps> Woo! No! <laughs> it was close. I'm wilting. It was close. <laughs> I, I could feel it. it had to be close. <laughs> oh, the tears are falling like so many petals from my eyes. Oh. <laughs> Amazing. Caden, was there a moment that decided things for you? I'm not going to lie. It was completely tied up until the final oof, one. It oof. came down to the six. Oh, no. Wow, this was a very close debate. Indeed. It really, really Kate, I was. I thought we had a budding relationship. <laughs> oh. It turns out it was dead on the vine. Please don't take it personal. <laughs> no, it, this, was, this was a hard-fought debate. I understand that it was so close because these two wonderful debaters did such a great job. Very, very close. Sandin? I learned that roses actually are pretty tough. I had a real preconceived notion that they were not as tough as they are and that they contain a lot of vitamin C. I didn't know that. I was very nervous when that fact was dropped. Uh, I was I was like, that could decide. That. I was on my side until that point. So you got me there. You got me there. I thought I was gone on puns alone. I was like, he's uh, got me on puns. You got me. Ah, uh, thanks. Yeah, John, this was, I, you know, I love every flower. I'm a big flower stan, and some flowers are no exception. You did a great job repping one of the tallest beauties of the plant world. Brought a lot of great information. I did not know their history, their origins. And, you know, when I see a sunflower, I'll give it a little wink and think of you. Oh. Aww. Well, that's it for today's debate battle. Caden crowned sunflowers the smash boom best. But what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It is produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, Ruby Guthrie, and Aron Woldeslasi. We had engineering help from Gary O'Keefe and Jess Berg with sound design by Rachel Breeze. Our editor is Shayla Farzan. And we had production help from Mark Sanchez, Anna Weggle, and Nico Gonzalez-Whistler. Our executive producer is Beth Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Shafford, and Joanne Griffith. Our announcer is Marley Foyerworker Otto, and we want to give a special thanks to Lulu, Brant Miller, Austin Cross, and Taylor Kaufman. John, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to today? Absolutely. My sunflower queen, Lene Sanders. Lovely. And how about you, dear Sandin? Any special shout-outs? 
Yeah, I'd like to say a huge shout out to Tom Carruth from uh, the Huntington Arboretum who gave me tons of rose facts for this. And a little shout out to all the rose bushes in my garden. What's up, cuties? <laughs> I'll be seeing your bloom soon. Caden, <laughs> what about you? Any special thanks? Yeah, thanks to the Minnesota Urban Debate League for putting me in the position to be able to judge here today. And awesome thanks to my fellow debate coach and partner, Marin, for teaching me all that I know. Oh, lovely. Before we go, let's check in with Maddox and see who he thinks should win his Dragons versus Dinosaurs debate. My winners would be dragons because they can blow fire and do surprise attacks. Can't argue with that. Do you have an idea for a knockdown drag out debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. Bye-bye. Why are some flowers so tall? You know, like, what are they hiding up there? I like a flower that'll look you in the eye. I don't want a sunflower looking down at the top of my head, judging my part. <laughs> Your part. 